You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Danny Wexelman with Greg Johns, who covers the Mariners for MLB.com. And things got a little more spicy this week for the Mariners and Mariners fans. And Greg, you are currently waiting for the man, the myth, the legend, Ichiro Suzuki, to show up to camp because he has been signed to a one-year deal with the Mariners. He's back. Greg, when you love someone, you're supposed to let them go, but the Mariners were like, nah, we're bringing him back. Um, And I'm just excited for what he can bring. Obviously, there's a need, so we want to address that. But first, kind of tell me uh, what you're expecting to hear from him and where you're at and then why it's important that they're bringing him back. Yeah, and it's it's interesting, Dan. This is a pretty quiet camp for the start, uh, and suddenly it's teeming with uh, with journalists, most of them from Japan. A lot of a lot of guys I know that used to cover Ichiro for for years that have uh, have returned. It's kind of like old home week here at uh, at Mariners Camp. We're still waiting for Ichiro as we speak. Here. He's going to be here for a press conference shortly, so haven't heard from Ichiro uh, as I'm talking to you. But but uh, you know I, I'm fairly certain that what he's going to say is he's he's thrilled to be back in Seattle, kind of come full circle. It, it's a I mean it's a great story just as, as a a human interest story that uh, you know i mean seattle was his home for so long and and that's really where his glory days were that the 10 the 10 all-star seasons 10 straight gold gloves and, and just you know all, all those hits that he racked up along the way to his amazing career and and you know each row in in seattle just seems to be the right fit and uh you know i think a lot of people were hoping that somehow some way each row would would finish that career in seattle you know whether it was you know coming back on a one-day contract or or just some deal, so he kind of retired as a Mariners. As it turns out, as you mentioned, there's suddenly a need, and, and you know, it's, it's more of a baseball move now to, to bring him back just with the, the rash of injuries they've got in the outfield and kind of looking for a guy that can fill in and help some of those young guys as, as they go forward. So it's going to be interesting to see how he's used in the field, but, but certainly off the field, uh, yeah, a lot of, lot of buzz, a lot of, a lot of hype, and a, a lot of the, the, his teammates, new and old, that they're really looking forward to having each other in the clubhouse and just kind of, you know, picking his brain and, and watching him do his thing. All right. So that leads me to Ben Gamble. Uh, he is unfortunately a topic for, for all the wrong reasons right now. Slated to miss opening day. The Mariners starting left fielder has a strained right oblique. So, Greg, how, how big of a crutch is this? And this is where and why Ichiro is here. Yeah, it's, it's definitely why Ichiro is here in combination with the fact that uh, Mitch Hanniger is just now coming back from a sore hand, and it doesn't look like it was a big deal. They were really, really careful with him for one big reason, which is that Ryan Healy, their first baseman, had a hand issue and, and wound up needing surgery and and, and uh, you know out about six weeks and, and pushing to get back by opening day himself. So Hanniger, they, they kind of slow played, and he's just starting to take some swings, probably see him in games here later this week. And then Guillermo Heredia, who would have been, will be the fourth outfielder probably, but uh, coming off shoulder surgery, and he's just starting to play. And then Gamble comes up with the with the strained oblique, which is the most serious of all, and, and the, he's definitely not going to be ready for the start of the season. So now they're looking at a guy, uh, you know, in left field, a spot they can bring Ichiro in and kind of spot him out there along with Heredia and, and uh, kind of patch things through till till they get Gamble back. You know, Gamble. Really good rookie season last year in, in left field and counting on him to be a, a big part of this team. So bad timing for him uh, just to, to strain that oblique. He was just swinging in the cage and felt something, something go here in a little pain. And took him in, did the MRI, and uh, got, got you know, a, a four- to six-week assessment. And usually with those obliques, you're looking at at least six. So I don't expect to see him probably 
probably till toward the end of April. All right, we're going to talk about something a little more uplifting, Greg, because D. Gordon is giving us a lot of reasons to be excited about this team, and I think effortlessly, uh, effortless is the word for D. Gordon and the definition of what he's been doing. And to to our untrained eyes, he's transitioned to center field from Marlin to Mariner, from infield to outfielder, Greg. And you wrote about his baseball IQ, which has been celebrated by teammates and his manager. And I want to know what stood out the most to you about his work in center so far. And what have you heard directly from D? Yeah, I mean, the, the biggest thing is he just looks so natural. I mean, he looks like he's been out there. And even talking to outfielders with the Mariners that you know have played there all their life and guys that were regarded as really good defenders that are saying, Man, this guy this guy just looks like he's been there. It's, it's amazing that, that, that this is the first time he's ever played out there. So he's just athletic and instinctual, and that's where the baseball IQ comes in. And I was talking to their outfield coach, Chris Prieto, and he was saying you know, the, the very first game, he says, just the little things, you know, but – you know, he's 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 got to learn. You know, he's, where to position, where to how to read the ball off the bat, and little things like that. And they haven't really worked with him on just basic fundamentals. But because he's been a, sh- a shortstop and second baseman his whole career, he just he knows where to be. And he said, Trader was saying, you know, the first guy takes off on a stolen base and catcher fires down. And he looks up and and Gordon is already hustled in and is right behind the second baseman to back up. And he just he just knows those things. Uh, you know, maybe it sounds like a little deal, but if you throw somebody out in a position, it, it usually takes a little time for them to, to kind of, you know, recognize, uh, boy, I got to go do this. And, and he said, they, he just, he moves before and at bat. He looks, he sees pitches coming. He just used to be in that middle infielder, seeing the, uh, seeing the pitches and knowing what's coming and, and where to position. And he, he's positioning himself a lot of times, you know, where instead of having to look in and see where they're pointing him. So you know, those, those kind of instincts go a long way. Cause once you get in a game, things go fast. Yeah. And, and he's a guy that, that is fast. He's, he's fast athletically. He's obviously fast mentally and, and uh, just a very impressive uh, impressive guy. Uh, good in the clubhouse, fun. Teammates love him. And uh, he's another guy thrilled that Detro's coming here. He, he played with Detro down in uh, in Miami. Yeah. And, and it's, it's very excited he's coming up to, to be here. And, and we'll, we'll undoubtedly help him uh, in the outfield as he makes that transition. Yeah, that's got to be a level of comfort for him as well. And obviously he can learn so much from Ichiro so that uh, I didn't even put that together. That's why you are the professional reporter, Greg, and I'm just the question <laughs> asker to you. <laughs> um, There's a couple. Yeah, the other guy, Danny, David Phelps. I think it's a, it's, it's a very unique story that yeah. the reliever, he was with the Yankees when uh, Ichiro was traded there. So he's, he spent the three years with Ichiro in New York and Phelps went to Miami at the same time as Ichiro. So he was in Miami with Phelps with uh, Ichiro for three years, and now he comes to Seattle, and here's Ichiro trailing him along. So Phelps' entire career in the major leagues, uh, Ichiro's been his teammate uh, with three different franchises now, so, and he's uh, he's uh, as excited as anybody as well to have Ichiro come up uh, and, and join him again. I love it. No one Ichiro knows no strangers. That that is for certain. Um, it wasn't pretty. In fact, it was pretty ugly. You wrote that about James Paxton's ten to seven loss to the Rangers recently, and that was from from Paxton. Uh, it's still early in spring, so we're not pushing the panic button, right? Yeah, I, I, I judge very little off these early early games, especially for a guy like Paxton. Uh, he is a, a long, lanky guy, and his mechanics take some time to fine-tune. He's, he's had a few spring training games in the past that just when things don't look good. They don't look good for James Paxton. He, he needs to get that, that big body off, off framed. He's a guy that, that uh, 
when he's on, it, it's impressive, and the ball comes out real easily. When he's got a little little hinky with his delivery, uh, it just isn't as effective, and that's what we saw the other day against Texas. And uh, that's, as we hear over and over, why they have spring training. That's why these guys are down here. Uh, I have no question he'll get that ironed out and wouldn't be surprised if his next start, in fact, is a lot a lot better. But uh, just, uh, you know, didn't, wasn't one of those days. You know, you see him all the time. Uh, you don't judge much off spring training, especially for the established guys. And, and Paxton's a guy that especially needs that extra time to get the, get things squared away. There's another guy that I want to talk to you about. I, I love um, – I don't even know if you could categorize him as a dark horse – um, and correct me if I'm wrong, Daniel Vogelbach, is that correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, Daniel Vogelbach. So he's going kind of old school with his approach to finding success at the major league level, and I love this because I think that we kind of overlook the fundamentals sometimes. We're in a, a data-driven, stat-cast-driven era, and Daniel Vogelbach is saying, listen, all I have to do is relax and play the game, and he's shown a really strong performance so far this spring. He's the Mariners' number 11 prospect, and he's stepped into a bit of a role filling in for Ryan Healy uh, with a lot more ease, he's saying, than last spring, and I'm sure you're seeing as well. So I want to know, where is this guy going to start the season? Is there a situation you see him getting a call up? Well, his deal is dependent almost entirely on Healy. and If Healy can can be back in, in action, uh, you know, he's the guy they want at first base. He, they brought him in to, to handle that everyday duties uh, uh, and, and Vogelbach would be in AAA if that's the case. If, if Healy can't be back in time, and it, it, it's kind of 50-50 right now, I think Healy just starting to uh, swing the bat a little bit, but he's a little bit ahead of schedule. So I, I, he might be back. If not, I think Vogelbach is competing with, with Mike Ford, their real five pickup from the Yankees, for to, to be that guy in, until Healy gets back. And he does look he, – he looks much more relaxed, uh, as he was saying, this spring. And a lot of that is, you know, he came in, in here last year with uh, – with kind of a job in hand, they said, you know, Vogelbach's going to be our first mas- baseman, and we'll platoon him with Danny Valencia. And, and uh, you know, he was a young guy, and he, he's always hit at AAA. He just never really had a, a chance at the majors, and he came in, and and it's hard. Baseball's a hard game, and when you start to feel some pressure, sometimes it gets a little harder, and he was one of those guys last year who didn't have a very good spring. And, and uh, they ended up sending him back to Tacoma and, and making Valencia the guy to start the season and then brought in Yonder Alonso later to the team with him, but but Vogelbach uh, came up late in September, and and he said when he came back, he, he really realized I just got to be me, and uh, you know if you've played sports, you kind of understand that you know at whatever level when you, there's this thing called trying too hard, and uh, and it can freeze you up a little bit, and, and I think he's just he's kind of a fun-loving guy, and he's kind of gotten back to being that, and uh, it's it's showing on the field this spring, and whether whether that leads to. Uh, Playing time right off the bat or, or down the road, I think he is a guy that uh, I think Mariner fans, you know, have maybe wrote off a little bit. A lot of them because he struggled when they've seen him, but I think there's there's a little more to this guy, and uh, be interesting to see uh, if and when he gets that chance, if if he can uh, take that uh, what what they thought when they brought him in from the Cubs to, to be a big bat, and maybe a, maybe a DH down the road as well. Yeah, I love it. I, lo- I love these kinds of players, and I think we need we need more of these guys. So we'll be anxiously awaiting to see what happens. With him, Greg. Uh, so you're waiting for Ichiro as we speak, correct? I am. In fact, I can see out on the parking lot about 50 Japanese journalists with cameras waiting for him to drive in. Uh, <laughs> and, and he'll probably come in in a back way, knowing Ichiro, and slip in a back door and yep. uh, and do that. That's Ichiro. But uh, he's a he's a fascinating character, and uh, we'll be uh, adding a little 
little spice to the spring here. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So if you need your Ichiro fix or your Mariners fix, you can go to Mariners.com and check out all of Greg's work. It's awesome. Greg, I appreciate your time so much. Good talking to you. We'll talk to you next week. Absolutely, absolutely. With Greg Johns, I'm Danny Wexelman. Thank you guys so much for tuning in.